It's a psychic project. It's uh, May 24, 2019. Today's podcast is going to it's going to be on uh, a set of movies, and not the total set. We're, we're still uh, viewing movies, and you know these movies have these exaggerated characters with people with abilities. Um, and you say, how can that be help? How can that help us? understand abilities more well when you look into it you start to see yourself or at least the psychic person will start to see themselves in these movies at least i have um it's not that always that exaggerated character it's kind of you see yourself at moments or you see how you see understanding in the moment so the movies have great value and so i've been tweet storming during the movies and now podcasting on top of those tweet storms so if you want to you can go reference um the tweet storms and each podcast the segment here uh i review the movie and you can review the tweet storm uh blog uh, that's out there so if you go to the tweet storm blog and then the movie segment with this podcast you can kind of um uh, do those hand in hand uh and you'll see the the tweets that i have for each movie you can just do a search on it Okay, so it's a psychic project. Uh, let's get into today's segment. So um, we're going to do uh, we're going to do iRobot, Empire Strikes Back, Suicide Squad, and The Matrix. Um, there's some more movies. We'll do that at a later time. I, I ended up talking a lot because there's a lot of there's a lot of information, a lot of understanding, a lot of experience that uh, is value that that that. That was shared to him. So we have four segments and we'll get into it. So it's a, it's a little over an hour. All right, it's like a project. It's uh, May 24th, 2019. It's 6.02 a.m. This segment is on iRobot, the, the movie. So we had this series of movies over the last. Um, few weeks about six movies so i'm going to detail each movie and so the first movie uh, that we tweet stormed was irobot and so a lot of the things that came up in irobot were um first by the way isaac asimov i uh, the foundation series books i, I read them so uh, not not all of them of course it's uh, our books, not, not a lot of books. I just, in my situation at the time, during my unjust incarceration, I was unable to get all of them, but I read about three of them. And so this is how I um, began to love Isaac Asimov. And then, of course, um, I, I did, I also read iRobot, and um, there's one other one I have read by Isaac Asimov. Uh, my mother actually sent it to me. I, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I'll have to get back to it. But anyway, this is um, iRobot itself. So we open it, and I, as as the as as the robots are being assembled, I start to play with the idea of universal laws for psychics, like 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 there was the universal law for the for the robot, and I start to the three laws of robotics. So I, I start to think to myself, are there laws? And then as I play with that in my mind, I find 
you know, laws can be broken. So I, I say to myself, there must be something that cannot be broken. And that's the truth, right? So I, I came up with, well, there are truths and there are laws. And that's where you see some of that play out. Um, I think we're all spreading out laws and truths throughout uh, the collection of websites. And um, I think that would be a value to help people understand some of the some of the dotted lines that are out there I, w- I, w- I was actually going to pull it all together but the side had come to say let's not pull it all together on one side let's let's um let it uh kind of proliferate through all the sites and as people go through um our material, they'll come across the truths and the laws. It's kind of like one of those, one of those things that we'll just, we won't collect, right? We'll just leave it in place. Like a lot of things we make indexes for, and it makes a lot more sense when we make an index for it or, or make the documentary part of it. Then you, you gain an understanding of the flow of the information because there's so much information inside the psychic project and probably the other sites as well. That if you don't make a docu- documentary template or you don't make uh, an index for the um, for the material by subject, then it, it, it can be overwhelming. So I'm not going to index the truths and the laws. I'm just going to leave them there. So as people go through the material, they'll find it. So that 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 that's that that came up. Um, the next thing that came up was naming yourself is like the first step in gaining an identity. I was I was like a bold step. It was like I was thinking, you know, Will Smith and Asai said Native Sign Americans. Actually, actually, I think Will Smith actually said Native Sai, and then I said, well, how about Native Sign Americans? And that's kind of how that played out. And and until then, we were just psychic people. There was a name, right? Psychic people. But when you say Native Sign Americans, then you have a culture behind it. You have a land. You have, oh, I'm American. And by the way, I am Psy influenced, or I am, yeah, that's what I'm ethnically Psy. Well, that's and that's how I've always envisioned it. So now you have this dual. I wanted to, the, the word that came to mind, and used to always came to mind, was dual citizenship, but. I don't know if I want to look at the Psy as a citizenship sort of thing. Like, I used to view the Psy as a homeland. Do I want to see it that way again? Because my physical being cannot escape into this Psy. Right? And that became one of the truths, right? That your physical self can't escape your, your Psy self or your your mental self. And your you have to look at life in a holistic approach. You We cannot escape into the Psy. There's no, there's, there's, we have to have a physical homeland and that would be the United States or for us. I know we're in a world global brand. So if you're French or you're Australian or you're Chinese, you know, you'd be native side Chinese or native side uh, Franco I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> or so forth, native side Canadian, so forth. So in that my mind 
does it does operate on dual planes though I am in two different realities I operate that way and 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 by the way I'm not confused by that I'm not confused by that but anyways gaining an identity I confirmed who I am And I have an understanding of who I am, and I can prove who I am. So that uh, that was like kind of like the next thing that kind of came about as I as I watched that movie, as I watched I Robot. Um, then there was then there was um the Will Smith uh, the, uh his character, you know he he had this robotic arm attached to him, and then I found it. It was an irony that that he was half robot, and he had this this kind of hatred for robots or dislike, or he just um, he wasn't happy with the robots at all. And uh, so I kind of I kind of looked back at my experience. Uh, in California, and I said to myself, it's kind of like being psychic and making laws to oppress psychic people or situations to oppress psychic people. You know, the Sacramento, that community so often had repressed themselves and made laws to oppress themselves. It's like they had this self-hatred for them, for themselves, that, as if they couldn't speak their own truth and be comfortable in it. So they had to hate themselves for that truth. And, um, you know, when you're not comfortable in who you are, and that's another thing, if you haven't gained an understanding and defined yourself, then you may form some, some repressed feelings. It's almost like being gay and not being able to say, I'm gay. You have this repressed thing going on, you know, that repressed hatred. Or you could say it's like saying, I'm not, like knowing you're African-American and not being able to say, I'm African-American. Think of that. I'm African-American, but I'm not allowed to say that I'm African-American. And everybody around me acts as if I'm not African-American. Oh, my God. That becomes that becomes delusional. The entire society will become delusional. Anyways, we'll keep moving. That's 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 how I felt uh, as, as we went through that. And then we have this huge thing I came across, is that. Um, I realized I hadn't had a real dream in a very long time. And I'm, when I say long time, probably six. I can't remember the last time I had a dream. So I guess I need to kind of notate what a dream is for me. That uncontrolled experience at night where you're sleeping and you remember, you cognizantly remember 
dream and you cannot stop or control what's going on and it becomes a, a theater but all my dreams are remote views all my dreams are remote views and I have some cognitive ability to control my action within the remote view whereas a dream I'm I'm not a participant in a remote view I am a participant that's and then that's you know that's 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 another thing to to qualify Probably another thing that might be able to qualify active participant but I don't have dreams anymore there was a time long ago when I would dream but I I don't remember a dream in the last five or six years and I, I'm, I'm I'm going back to 2012 probably because um, prior to that there were some addiction issues so things are kind of fuzzy math there and I don't you know there were a few years of addiction that are fuzzy math and prior to that I remember dreaming so prior to 2009 I remember dreaming then there's that whole between 2009 and 2012 that's I was in addiction that I it was all fuzzy math as far as the experiences um, so yeah so I'd say in the last six years I don't my dreams are remote views and I am cognitively aware inside the remote view and I have some sort of um, inside a remote view you you can you have you have the ability to make a decision where it's a dream you really don't have that ability to make a decision you kind of you're you're almost a third party at least in my dreams I was all right so I'm, I thought that was huge I thought that was huge that I'm not dreaming I do daydream but like I said I still have that decision making going on um, and I can almost craft my daydream as many people can they can kind of guide their daydream but your real sleep REM sleep dreams that you remember you have no guide you cannot guide your dream that just unfolds and that does not happen for me anymore um let's see what else I, um, and, and that's about it that's what came out it was a there was another comment i made does humanity fear evolution like are we going to use usurp the human race now that i've taken some i'm glad it took me some time to come back to do the, the podcast for these movies because that denotes oh here's the comment does humanity fear evolution is there thinking that we are here to usurp the human race and where are we on the evolution evolutionary path meaning are we still evolving that denotes that I believe we're separate from the human race. And I don't believe that. We are a part of the human race. So my thinking was slightly skewed there, or my explanation was. I think what I'm trying to say is, does, are we at different places on the totem pole in the evolutionary path of the human race and does one part of that totem pole believe we are going to usurp the entire totem pole so um, 
that that's how I'm trying to qualify that. And that may be a simplified version of it because really we're branches, right? On a tree. And so it's a little bit different that I tried to simplify it, you know, to try to uh, try to bring meaning and understanding to it. But really, we are branches on a tree and it may not be able to be simplified in that manner. As a matter of fact, we may be a branch that can't be grafted back in as in. Well, that, that that's that's not true. That comes back to the question of X and Y chromosome. If if a non-psychic person and a psychic person have sex, where does the psychic ability exist? Does it exist in X or Y? And will the psychic ability carry on? So that I mean that 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 brings you know we get into the genetics of it, and um, so there there are there are lots of other people right if if the if it's x then the woman has both of them right and the man has uh, a part of it but if it's y that means the ability exists in the man and is expressed through the man so um i think it's interesting right? i think it's very interesting um that we should we should uncover these these dna uh aspects and i have no doubt that the research is being done or has been done. It just has not been released, right? I, I believe a lot of the truths have been investigated, especially through the military, right? Because there's a reason that you give a DNA sample uh, when you uh, when you go into the military. So um, if we think those databases haven't been um, combed, scoured, utilized, <laughs> I think we are being naive. All right, so that's how I felt about iRobot. I thought it was, I thought it was a very good movie, by the way. And you gotta remember, this is a movie that stood the test of time. So I want to thank Will Smith and Isaac Asimov and all the others for bringing this iRobot. It's like the project. It's uh, May 24, 2019, 6, 19 a.m. Uh, this segment is on the movie Empire Strikes Back. And um, first, I want to start off by saying I, I went to the, the, like, the opening weekend of this movie. My mother took me back in, uh, I think it was 1980. Um, it was one of the few times my mom went to the movie. So I said to her, you know, we went and saw Empire Strikes Back, and I was so happy to be at the movies with my mom. And by the way, I was in Dallas. It was at Redbird. Um, it was at the Adrian Redbird. So um, I just wanted to share that. It was one of the, one of those experiences. And of all the things that she ever took me to see was Empire Strikes Back. And I remember thinking as I was watching this movie, um, and I'll get to the exact tweet where it came up, but why did my mom take me to see Empire Strikes She wasn't a great... She wasn't a sci-fi fan. And then as the movie kind of unfolded, it, it, it became clear. Billy D. Williams was in this movie. This was like a mandatory must-see, right? So I'm kind of sharing that as I get into this to take you back to that time period. For African Americans, Billy D was like he was he was he was he was a superstar and he was he was this um um 
kind of macho, but more, he was more, um, slick, not, I don't want to use the word slick. I'm trying to say he was this uh, sexy kind of star out there. So that's really what I'm trying to say. Anyways, so it was like mandatory for the African-American community to support him. And that's why we ended up going in. I was happy because, hey, I got to see a science fiction film with my mother, by the way. So I thought that was really cool. So, okay. So let's get into the street storm about this movie. It's, um, <laughs> it's uh, about this movie about this classic movie, so I should take it, and it brought up a lot of things. So, um, first, Empire Strikes Back, I gotta say, when, when, I, when I came home from unjust incarceration in 2018 to Sacramento to my dad's home, that home in the side, they were trying to make a lot of parallels between Star Wars and and um, their community. As in, there was a fight between dark and light forces. I didn't understand at the time. Uh, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't know Sacramento was in revolt. Um, I, I sent out some journals yesterday, which uh, my active uh, promise at the time um, was trying to communicate that to me, but never directly comes forth and says, Sacramento is in revolt. Uh, and you know, never, never tells me that. Uh, never, never clearly defines that. You know, you know the police force and the, and the, and everything's uh, it's they've all gone dark, basically. So, so let me line up what is occurring in Sacramento. You have a police force, probation department, and so forth that's gone dark, and you have Native Side Americans which are picking up some of the dark to protect themselves, but they're still light. There's still some working with the light, but very few. So you have that whole light and dark theme going on from Star Wars. And so a lot of that, a lot of those memories are coming back as I'm watching Empire Strikes Back. So let's So I'm, I'm setting you up for, so that you understand how I came to the movie. Not only do I take, memories from my mother when I was young, but I take memories from Sacramento and what was occurring in this, in this, um, in this society, which is, uh, falling apart, revolting, that subversive, um, so many things can be applied to Sacramento. None of it good. <laughs> and then you have to divorce yourself from that whole, sometimes you have to divorce yourself to see the individual person and not the entire society, right? Do you condemn the individual for the sins of the entire whole? Did they come under some kind of mob rule? It's, it's, it's such a difficult situation that um, Sacramento was. Okay, so let's get into it. So the first tweet, um, I seem to, um, oh, I think it was, hey, I make a comment about uh, uh, an act of a prominence. And I, I defined it, you know, your act of a prominence well, not being a sexual, um, uh, relationship is a very intimate relationship. And so I think I, I was trying to gather that whole intimate domestic intimacy. Um, I'm not sure what scene drove this particular life that, that, I'm not sure what scene drove that um, comment. 
I didn't I didn't make it, but it, it obviously came up while I was watching it. And um, the Weber. And so the next thing that comes up is it's directly a reference to Sacramento. Now they know there is a difference between light and dark. They cannot allow the dark to consume them. <clears throat> you know, that came from the side. And so I think that was, I think that was, I think that was not in the front, but um, that was an understanding from Sacramento. Don't let the dark consume you or, or even a greater California. Don't let the dark consume you, you know, stay in the light. Um, so easy it is for these dark, dark thoughts to proliferate through our, our minds and, and so hard to weed out. Um, I myself having had um, um, to weed out negative thoughts in my mind. Um, drug addiction uh, allows these to fester and can degrade you, your humanity through them. So uh, I, 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 um, I had to weed out my own thinking in that manner. Um, any man who does any self-analysis for a number of years uh, would understand um, uh, cleaning up his mind. Maybe from you know, like I, mine was from drug addiction, but from whatever um, you've gone through, and you find your thoughts not to be who you want to be. So, and that's that fight between light and dark play out that played out in my mind. That played out in Sacramento, the larger community, and that that this is documenting. Um, and then the next. Um, I think we have this, some of the stuff that played out in Sacramento also, but could play out anywhere, right? It doesn't, it wouldn't be unique to Sacramento, but how, how much of an advantage a psychic active has over an incline if they find out their sexual fantasies. If you find out somebody's sexual fantasies, what sort of advantage do you have over them? Our desires being um, something that drives us fundamentally, something that drives us um, um, it's 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 one of our our desires we cannot resist, right? Or we can, but um, we'd be repressed in that in that, in that point. Um, so the, and I think later I, 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 you can extort a person behind their sexual fantasies. And so how do, how, how do the inclined balance that when you have a rogue psychic active? Most actives may be working with the light, maybe um, not uh, because um Maybe not uh, a criminal element, but there are those that are. And then when they find out these things, they can extort you through them or manipulate you through them or exploit you through them. And you say, give me an example. If somebody likes a certain particular fantasy, or you have a man or a woman live that fantasy out for them, and then you leverage that fantasy for monetary gain or financial or some sort of benefit so um, 
It could play out in the workplace as well as um, in a criminal behavior setting. But imagine a, a, a workplace romance where the other person knows your fantasy and your unaware self. Oh my God. He knows my sexual fantasy? How has he manipulated me? It's akin to listening to your phone call and finding out something that you've told your girlfriend that you really like and then playing on that or your boyfriend or however that works. Um, I, 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 I think it, it, you know, the psychic active has a, a, a real advantage there that we should look for ways to balance it out. There's next is uh, a note about Sacramento. We kind of already touched on that. Oh, here, here's a great thing. Um, I thought about um, Empire Strikes Back was that the telepathic sequences, I thought they nailed it. I thought they nailed it. Uh, I thought they understood how it seems like it's sound and it must be like it's a physical sound in your environment. And then it must come from your auditory cortex um, in some way. Um, and, but then um, that particular sound, uh, it's, um, you can understand when it's in your mind. So there's that outside sound in the inner sound. And you begin to understand the difference. But it takes uh, over a year to, to grasp that particular difference. Um, the next tweet of significance is... By the way, so the telepathic scenes I thought were, were, were spot on, by the way, in, in Empire Strikes Back. And all the other Star Wars movies that I've seen, I thought they were spot on. Um, um, the Force Awakens, I think, is the other one I've seen uh, a couple of, a couple of, uh, right when I got out last year in 2018. And uh, it also had that same nailed sort of sequence. Uh, I remember you... Uh, for me, it's like they were in in the movie. They would say they felt the force, and on me, it was more. You don't feel the side. You kind of have to focus on it. You have to focus on it. Once you focus on the side, and the sound in the side, or the image in the side, or even if it's in that, um, I think I think a great way to put hocus pocus in some matters is that that suggestive. Uh, that size suggestive manner. Once you focus on it just a slightly, you pull, you pull it towards you. Um, you pull the presence towards you, or whatever it is that I'm. I mean, yeah, the focus kind of it pulls the information toward me, and so that I can uh, better understand it, better grasp it, better comprehend it. That's the word I'm looking for, comprehend. So while they will feel, they say they say the feel of the force. It's more of the focusing of it. Uh, next was there was an image of Obi Wan Kenobi and it was it looked like shadow boxing but it just wasn't as bright. So if you ever wonder what shadow boxing was like, uh, it's a it's a it's a good image of of that. Um, uh, then we go through some of the Lando Calrissian and stuff where I was earlier discussing uh, about my. Um, I opened with an explanation of how African Americans in myself and my mother took me through that. I, I thought that was, I, uh, I just, 
I, I found it so rewarding to to relive an experience with my mother. So, uh, especially one that that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And as it closed, I remember. <laughs> I remember when I um, when I when I left the movie theater that time when 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 it was all done back in 1980 i believe that's the year by the way i'm not i'm not 100 i hope i got it right i remember thinking i wanted to see more oh, i remember being almost heartbroken that it was over with <laughs> and uh and uh yeah that's exactly how i felt so uh as an Okay, so I think um, the last that was the last tweet for the Empire Strikes Back. But Rogue One started, and as Rogue One started, uh, the what are we Native Americans? A movement, a science, a people, and you know a lot. And and it goes to that identity issue. So much of that they've told us that psychic abilities don't exist, and we don't exist, and. And in in that, that becomes this, you know, you have this doubt inside yourself. You don't exist. You never get this confirmation. It's as as it's it's a it's like saying somebody just took Germany away. Oh, Germany doesn't exist. But I'm German. No, no, no. There's no Germany. Can you imagine the madness? Can you imagine the madness or the the dysfunction will cause in people to say? For an entire nationality of people to be forced to to be told that their entire country doesn't exist. Oh no, the side doesn't exist, or never get confirmation of it. None of it. You just don't. You no longer exist. But you're out there. But I'm I'm German. I'm psychic. No, no, the psychic people don't exist. That's the sort of conflict that comes within your abilities. And, and probably why a lot of people are scared to come forth. They don't want to go through that questioning, that perception that, oh, you're crazy. They don't want to live through that bullet. Oh, I'm sorry. What was about to come out was, you know what? That bullshit that you have to go through. I'll, I'll speak the truth because sometimes it is BS. That you don't, I, I prove it every day, but you don't accept who that is. It is BS because you know that God honors truth, yet you don't accept it. Or you challenge it or you never confirm it. You never confirm another person's existence. But then you become delusional in yourself and I become the same person. And that's the strength and as I said, the strength of character. That's the strength of character because um, <laughs> that is required um, to go through this fire. Um, and as I said, for another person, um, I, uh, I suppose so. I suppose so. Because uh, I did it for myself, and then I did it for my daughter, and then I did it for everybody else. All right, so that's Empire Strikes Back. Close it down. It's a psychic project. Um, 
It's May 24th, 2019, 6.38 a.m. Uh, today's segment, uh, well, this this movie segment, by the way, it's just a collection. This is a collection of movie, movie segments that spark ideas and understanding. So I'm, I'm podcasting on all of them. Um, this, this movie segment is on uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, there's a blog for it, by the way, so if you want to reference the blog, but I, I, the, the first tweet in the tweet storm, uh, of Suicide Squad kind of, it, it, it ends with the, uh, Man of Steel. So the Man of Steel in the movie was, uh, kind of wrapping up and there was a reference to, um, a codex. And I remember thinking, maybe the psychic projects should be looked at as a psychic codex. But then I thought to myself, well, really, the psychic project is kind of more raw field data. I mean, I, I did start to, uh, we did, because I can never uh, underestimate the influence on some. Um, we did start to groom up some of the data into these indexes and directories and these documentaries, but really it's still raw field data. There'll have to be text written on top of all of this raw field data. It almost becomes exhibits for text, really. That's how I started. I started saying, well, maybe this will be an exhibit, the exib- different exhibits for a text. So, and that's probably a better way to look at it. Um, uh, and that, that's probably where it ended up. So that's kind of where I started at. Um, then I kind of, I, I kind of envisioned, I, I kind of went to a tweet, um, where I envisioned myself, you know, I'm looking for the daily planet and I started saying, well, you know, I envision myself in the future being at a lecture hall in Texas Southern, by the way, Texas Southern is, uh, if I'm going to fin- finish up my degree, it'll be there. I started there. My mother, by the way, went to Texas Southern. And so we have a long history at Texas Southern. So I've, um, it's my school of choice only because um, my family has a history there and it has a history in that third water area. So um, it would be my school of choice. Um, I know it's not some, it's not the, I kind of almost, almost degrade my school by saying it's not the fancy, dancy uh, Harvard, but Texas Southern is the school my family has went to, and uh, it's the school I, I would, I would feel honored to um, graduate from. So that's I'll just leave that there. So I hope to from one day uh, end up in a lecture hall and as Clark Kent has his daily planet, I would have my Texas Southern lecture hall and my application of psychic technology at Texas. And of course, I, I could see going across the street to U of H, right? University of Houston, the larger other campus. It used to have like, just to give you an uh, estimation of the difference in size, Texas Southern was, I think, 11 or 12,000 students. And then across the street uh, was uh, University of Houston and it was like 50,000 students. So I don't know if those figures are still still accurate. So, but that those used to be the numbers and they're right across the street from each other. Um, just to give you an idea of the sense of size between these two uh, schools that are just directly across the street from each other. Mm. Okay. <sighs> The next one, uh, tweet and 
and I know I know it sounds like we're not talking about Suicide Squad, but it was the close of uh, the Man of Steel, and then I got into the Suicide Squad. And so the Suicide Squad kind of starts, and and it's just kind of like more of a gritty movie, um, with um, characters that have you know abilities. Um, and by the way, abilities and movies—it's always an exaggeration. But it's it's good to see that exaggeration play out so that you can see yourself inside that exaggeration and see how you fit there. And so that's how these movies are working. So law number four came up, which is psychic actives and inclined shall render aid to each other during an emergency. You know, that's kind of something that's been coming around in the side. That wasn't something that originally just happened right then. Um, it was it's one of those things that's been expressed in the side for um, I'd say since 2017, I've been hearing that in the side that you shall always render aid not only to another psychic person but to another person. Um, uh, in a situation uh, that requires, I have always heard that in the side. So, ever since my awareness, so I, I've heard that since 2017. So that that has come up. Not so long before. Of course, that can be broken. So that's one of that's not one of those truths. That's something you can always ignore somebody. And by the way, we kind of broke some of that. Um, uh, some, uh, you know, good Samaritan sort of um, uh, laws and what's required, what's not. And yesterday, CSS. So you, you might want to reference that back into the blog. Um, so I'll keep going. Um, the next tweet was workplace romance between psychic technologists will be rampant. I'm not sure what particular image drove this. Oh, I think, okay, so I saw all the people that were working with uh, the Suicide Squad to hold them down. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, the intimate relationships between um, uh, uh, psychic people. That are in the side together, there'll have to be boundaries defined, and I, I, I have found myself um, caught up in the rapture of the side, being so closely defined with somebody is thinking it, it can easily be misconstrued as romance. So I, I just believe that would happen. And then I said that uh, side security should probably rotate every thirty days to keep that attachment from forming uh um it, it's just a note if out there um the next set of tweets was psychic ability training first presented in the initial business cases needs to be implemented as an entire population of native Sahara americans becomes aware yes understanding what a remote view is understanding how that um how that particular remote view uh is going to be displayed in your world what sign amplification sound is in your you know you can be startled if you don't know what sign amplification it can startle you scare you send you running uh, you might think you're in a horror movie um so you know there's just many little things that about this um, life.
that and I guess the aware life is probably the way to put it. Um, I used to say psychic life all the time, but it's being aware of your psychic abilities and having it active in your life. Really, that's that's the key, right? Without the active, you 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 won't hear the sigh expressed in your in your environment. But when you have an active in your life, the sigh becomes expressed in your in your life. And so, um, you know, cleaning does need to occur. And I I thought about using the infrastructure of the YMCA, and then I thought to myself, you know, we have an an, an existing governmental infrastructure. That's in place in every community. It's a library. Maybe we should all be using the library. The YMCA, by the way, is great because it has those that it has that it has that uh, it has that whole uh, physical gym setting, pool setting. It has that whole recreational part of it. Um, but the library, it could probably everything could probably be done from a library setting. And then we wouldn't have to absorb the cost because the YMCA, YMCA is not a government entity. So, and the libraries are. So, uh, I think we, the training could probably work through the libraries. I thought that was I thought that was a good idea. Uh, the next set of tweet is psychic awareness should improve mental health and thereby reduce suicide. That was actually um, the side came through and said, um, "How about we all note." Uh, something about suicide because it was suicide prevention uh and it was it was called the suicide squad we don't want to uh we didn't at that particular time we didn't want to um we didn't want anybody to think we were uh, representing ourselves in any way that would uh um, promote suicide so psychic uh, awareness and better mental and then really the, the end of better mental health, improved mental health, will improve suicide. That's how I felt about it. And I think the rest of this, uh, I just want to, I want, there was a pyrokinesis thing. So I'm going to go into my experience with pyrokinesis. Okay. And so it was this, the pyrokinesis scene was this, he looked like what you would probably think a psychic gangster looks like, uh, tattooed, uh, um, sort of guy and uh he had these massive flames coming out of his hands and uh not so much <laughs> not so much my experience i'll give you my experience um doing my unjust incarceration one of the things uh about being in this prison environment where all these psychic people were that if you you know told the world about you know, it was kind of like this unwritten rule that we were all going to uh, tell our ability, right? If, especially if you jumped out of the box for me, I'll jump out of the box for you. And so everybody knew I was telepathic. I just, you know, I, uh, I, I wasn't trying to hide it. So people would jump out of the box with their different abilities all the time. My neighbor happened to be pyrokinesis, but he hadn't really shared it with me. Uh, he was also telepathic, of course, right? but he hadn't really shared it with me. So one day, um, the fire alarm kept going off, a little fire alarm. It kept going off, continued to go off. It was right by my bed. It kept waking me up. We're in a small dorm setting. Um, and so 
I finally got up and was checking the battery on it and he stood underneath it and he snapped his fingers and it was a spark, a puff of smoke and the alarm went off. And he had that knowing smile as he looked up at me and I said to myself, holy smokes. <laughs> and he just, he just, and I was on the ladder up by the fire alarm. And so, um, that's, that's my reality in pyrokinesis. That was my pyrokinesis. It's not the exaggerated version that you have with fire, flame. And so it was a snap, a sp- like a little spark and smoke and the fire alarm went off right underneath it as I was getting ready to look for the batteries. It was hardwired, by the way, these alarms, but I was looking for the batteries to find out why I kept going off. So he revealed himself, smiled, let me know that was him. Why he snapped his fingers, smiled, let me know it was him and walked away. So that's my experience with pyrokinesis. So it's a real ability. I've only met that one person that ever, ever expressed expressed pyrokinesis. There were several telekinesis abilities uh, that that expressed themselves during my unjust incarceration, but I never met another person besides him that expressed, showed pyrokinesis to them. And like I said, it wasn't an exaggerated, just that small little um, uh, demonstration. And so that's, that's pyrokinesis. All right, I, I think I can wrap this one up. Uh, I think I, I talked about dreams uh, earlier. So, um, okay, the second project called that. This is like a project is uh, May 24, 2019. It's 6.54 a.m. Uh, this segment is on the movie The Matrix. And we're going to explore some of the ideas and understandings that came up during the movie The Matrix. Um, so, um, the first tweet that came through was, the first tweet or thought that came through as I was watching The Matrix was, and it was when they were being, uh, uh, when when a canoe Reeves was being woken up. I thought to myself, wow, is there a way for us to kill the Saiso? As if, you know, when he were, as if they're removed from the psi, is there a way for us to kill the psi self? I guess for the incline there is, right? I mean, you just, yeah, right, you would just not allow them access to an active. So the psi self wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't exist. Right? Because you need the active to express the sigh in the environment. So I think uh, I'm not sure if I'm complicating that matter or if I, I guess drugs, I, I've noticed that drugs can um, hinder your ability to um, function in the sigh. So uh, I think that, I think that's a good way. And then I approached the thing of traumatic memory and causing pain, side self pain. And I think documenting the atrocities, I can see how traumatic memory can cause a person pain by living through traumatic memories 
it's almost like a PTSD sort of thing. Um, anytime, any anytime you think about, um, uh, it, it could be war, it could be uh, horrible events that took place. In, in my case, it was a set of horrible events that took place, especially concerning uh, the two women. So now, sometimes if I see a woman that looks like these two women. I kind of relive, I relive a little bit of tr that traumatic experience that uh, that I had to document in the side concerning them two, those two. So um, yeah, a traumatic memory can cause you um, long-term uh, psychological pain. Um, that uh, hopefully one day uh, will resolve itself. But documenting the atrocities of Sacramento. And or documenting atrocities concerning um, um, the Trumps. Um, anytime I see anybody that looks like uh, these two women, it, 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 it does cause me some um, to relive uh, the trauma of that incident. Um, I resolve it, but uh, uh, it, it does cause me to relive it. Um, and, and, and later, I. I uh, after this particular tweet went out, I thought to myself, you know, is there, and, and I remember the scene where he's in this, um, he's awakened from the matrix, he's in some sort of cocoon-like environment, and I, I thought to myself, God, could they put Native Psy Americans in a cocoon? Could we exist only in the side? Like, we wouldn't need all these wires and tentacles to develop an entire size society. It was the most obvious of tweets that I should have sent out at the time, but I, I didn't have that thought till later. And I never tweeted about it. But could, could we be put to sleep and still communicate and function and create a society between ourselves inside the side? And then I, I thought how not humiliating, how how degrading for the human existence to only exist in the sign. And then I, it goes back to one of the truths that we are an integrated people. We are whole people that exist not just in the side, but also in the physical. And we should never do ourselves the harm of being put to sleep in that manner. And you say, how could that happen? Well, it very well could happen if for space travel. It very well could happen for space travel. Put the physical self to sleep, allow it to not have to live through the rigors of years that it would take to get to the outer planets. But allow the psi self to exist, especially if, if we confirm that communication can be had back to... Um, back to earth you know these are these are certain things that are come along will we will we degrade the human experience too much by doing that to a person so those are some of the things let's go on to the next one the next tweet is um it sucks in the side pornography or prostitution it's very intimate I'm not sure why this particular one came up, came 
this thought process came up. Um, consenting adults carrying on an affair. I think I had the thought about the um, um, the intimacy of it. That if you if you if you if you pay for something in the side, is it pornography or prostitution? Um, yeah, it's a fine line. I just sometimes random thoughts occur during a movie. Um, um, thin line. So I, I think it's something that looks might look need to be looked into. And I confirm that a precog ability does exist. My experience with, because there was a precog scene, by the way, in, in the Matrix. And um, the precog ability does exist. Uh, I, I've noted in my journals and myself that um, I have some precog, uh, not ability, experiences that uh, I, I catch a glimpse. I remember the glimpse. It's, I can never predict it, and I can never understand why the glimpse comes along. So I've always turned it this way. This is how I turn my pre-cog experience utterly useless to me because I have zero understanding of why it comes, when it appears. It's unreliable to me, but it does occur, and it's always for a brief second. A lot of people would say, is that deja vu? When I think of deja vu, I think of a flashback sort of thing, and this is more of a flash forward. So that's how I would feel. That's how I feel it comes, and it's 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 I, I can't predict it. Um, in the sign, a family member has stated to me that. It's another family member that has a true precog ability and that they are remote viewing that 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 experience to you to let you know something is coming. And when it occurs, that's how you that's how your their flash forward now makes sense. When you live that experience, they've given you that flash forward so that it, it correlates. But of course, it's not your ability. So you can't you, you only get a brief moment in time. And then I'm always looking for something dramatic to happen around this experience. Nothing dramatic ever happens around it. So, like I said, it's um, unreliable, um, unpredictable, and just, uh, to me, utterly useless to me. But, um, of course, I don't think I'm the pre-card. Now that the family has relayed that to me inside, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure that I'm not the pre-card, that it's just an experience relayed to me in, the, in a remote view. And if I am the precog, it's truly, it really is just, it's, it's, it's not an ability to, that I can control or understand in any way. Um, the next uh, tweet that I have during the movie is the difference between the matrix and the size that the size influences the physical world. There are so many different ways that the side influences the physical world. I can be awakened from the sign. Um, the sign amplification itself is a blast of sound into the sign. Cytography is the ability to capture an image from the sign under uh, with a low light camera. Um, 
so many different ways that the um, that the psi can influence the physical world. Um, the physical senses can be exchanged. Um, the body can be influenced, and erection can be had by psi sound. I mean, I always hate to break everything down to, but it's such a fundamental driver. It, it it's one of those fundamental drivers that drives the body functions of the body. So, um, it's just a lot of it goes back. I mean, um, uh, Freud, <laughs> and you know, Freud goes back to uh, these sort of experiences so much. But a lot of that, not I'm not comparing myself to Freud. I'm just saying the experiences are. Uh, when you look for confirmation, sometimes you find a lot of psychological, mental stuff goes back to, uh, goes back to, goes back to sex. So you were able to confirm a lot of that through that fundamental driver, and so that's the expression of the psi sound in your body, your reaction in the body, and such a reaction as an erection that, that happens all the time. So. Uh, the psi can influence the physical world. That is confirmation that the psi exists. Not only does it exist, but it is, it is influencing our world. So, uh, we'll continue. And, um, by the way, uh, yesterday there was also some other stuff that came up. Um, some suggestion. The psi suggestion. I'm going, that's a different movie and a different playout. But a lot of psi suggestion takes place and waking suggestion is a real a real event that happens and a part of this hocus pocus sort of thing but that's that was another movie that played out there so i'll wait till we get to that movie to go in depth on that one um the next link is the next link I do, the next, <laughs> the next link I see is, I do see a future when we are all psychic. A future of blended people, no clear ethnic distinctions, distinctions, one common connected people. Until until then, we deal with this reality. And that that came from actually a few movies back when I started seeing when I started saying, well, what happens when we when we all start mingling, right? We all start having, you know, when psychic people, non psychic people, we all start mingling. Will we, will we all have the psychic ability, which goes back to which chromosome will come up for it. And, you know, the ethnicities are already uh, so far down the line. It's, it's, it's you know, we're all, we're all becoming this mixed race of sorts, right? We're, we're not one defined ethnicity. It's just with the travel, the global travel, right? We become, we come, we become that. And that's going to just continue. So I just, I saw, I envisioned a future where we'll all have psychic ability. We'll all be this one blended race and we'll have one common connected people. Now, a lot of people are going to throw back, well, I like my ethnic diversity. I like being African American. I like being Caucasian. I like being Latino. And I'm I'm not saying that. I'm not saying to hate who you are now. I'm just saying that we are all mixing as people. And the eventual mixing of our our peoples is that we will be one common people. Now 
that's probably not a hundred or even two hundred years down the road. That's probably a five hundred year journey there. But um, you know, I, I see, I see, you know, eight, nine, ten generations from now, one common people. So that that's where that that's 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 not that's not saying that's not saying. Let's let's all try to achieve, uh, escape our ethnicity. That's saying the eventual outcome by all our global travel, by our our, our mixing, is that we'll be one common people. It's just it's just and it's it's a numbers game. It becomes a numbers game. Okay, let's keep going. Um. The next thing is I have rejected the disease model to explain psychic abilities. I think somewhere in the movie there was a reference to, oh, yeah, a virus spreading throughout the matrix. That's what happened. And so that that, that incited me in such a way because they were comparing a virus to the matrix. It kind of it kind of made me say, you know, don't ever say that the psi is a disease that incited me right or the psi psychic abilities are our disease and that uh we're spreading throughout the world it really it was one of the first things fundamental things i rejected was the disease model to explain my psychic abilities it would mean that something was wrong with me that needed to be cured it would mean that something is wrong with me that needed to be cured there is nothing wrong with me. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm functioning normally. And in saying that, that's that's where where I am on psychic abilities. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't have a disease. I don't have um I haven't contracted anything. Uh because if you look at it that way, that would be like, well. They, you know, they're contagious. The, the active and the inclined are contagious. Some kind of some sort of contagion when they in, interact with each other, and uh, it's reacting through the air, right? And it 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 causes a mental disease to be contracted. That's that's how the disease model would be explained in psychic abilities. That's not the case. It's an ability, not a disease. You have to reject that altogether. I have to reject that. So then I go on to explain that we need to do DNA baselines and, you know, whether it's a tenth of one percent or um, a hundredth of one percent or one percent, what is, what is, um, what is the difference in, uh, in, uh, of the DNA for our DNA versus um, a non-psychic person, right? So... We need to do those DNA baselines. Uh, well, I'm sure the DNA baselines are done. We need to compare them, or I'm sure we can compare it. We just need to um, publish it <laughs> so that others can 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 review it. All right. So the second part, we're going to keep moving on on the matrix. The next tweet is: We learn and exchange information in the side, but it is still limited by the constructs the constructs of speech. Okay. So here. At this point in the matrix, they were uploading. 
they were uploading uh, books and learning uh, uh, into Kanuru's character. Uh, and, and I remember saying, well, wow, that would be really cool. But that's not how it is. <laughs> that's not at all how it is. Uh, we learn and exchange information in the side, but we are still limited by the constructs of speech, by speech itself, right? It's not as if, um, it's not, it's not a data, it's not a data dump, right? You, you don't data dump into my mind. Um, you suggest, more back to that suggestion, uh, or inside the circle, I'm able to pull relevant information in a shared knowledge sort of neural network somehow and, and, and this this is the unknown um, this is the unknown from the incline it may be a little bit different for the active but if I'm speaking on a topic and I'm searching for a word or or something if I'm searching for a word I can pull that from the circle now the active may have a better way to explain that maybe they're thinking and their words are coming up and I'm grabbing those words from the side as I'm speaking on this particular topic on whatever topic it may be so um, and it's just another play on the power of suggestion versus uh, the way I see it, but I have to have the active side to totally understand that I can only give you the incline side. And I, I know I'm pulling a different, uh, a, a different set of information. I'm pulling from a different set of information than my, my own mental experience and from my own original thought. So this different set of, set of information I can identify. I say, oh, well, that's not my original thought. I wasn't thinking about that. That's not from my, it's not from my thinking. I'm able to delimit that. So, all right. So let's 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 keep going with the matrix. The next tweet. Um, there is no way for me, the inclined, to run from a bad actor in the side. Um, I remember in the matrix, Kanu uh, Reeves was running through the matrix and getting away from. Um, these other agents, he turned them. And I remember saying to myself, there's just no way for an incline to run. It's You have this planted self. You're planted in the side. Uh, I can't run in the side away from you. Not, 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 the, not, not the incline. The active may have a way to move their side self around, but I cannot. I'm planted. And if one, two, three actives convene on my side space. I think we went back and forth about side space and whether to call it side space or mind space. Mind space. I, cho I choose side space. I can't run away from them. They're here. They, they're in my side space. They're performing me or listen to me or invade my privacy or whatever it may be. Uh, there is no running from that. So I'm a planted side self. Invasion of my side space with sounds and visuals leaves me vulnerable. I am a, I am a vulnerable individual from the side perspective and from the at being an inclined person. Um, I, I'd also make a, a notation here. Um, 
there, there's a time when there were like these stress tests with size sound to ensure it, um, that <clears throat> that I was able to handle any sort of experience that a bad actor may force upon me. So um, it would stress me out with size sound for hours and make sure I could come. I was able to move through that. And it wasn't an issue. It was, it's not an issue for me. I can compartmentalize and fall asleep to uh, annoying size sounds. And you say, give me a uh, give me an example. It'd be like um, a loud hammer and nail chiseling away for an hour for an hour. Can you fall asleep with that that hammer on a sickle or a hammer and nail being um, driven for an hour at a time? And, and I can, and without losing my cool or, uh, or exploding in any manner. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. And that's what I meant by compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing an issue, you know, putting it in my box and just going to sleep and think, numbing out to it is how I numb out to sound. It's probably how I would chase. I would, uh, how I would turn it. And a chase scene such as this while communicating inside is, okay, so Canoe Reeves was full on sprinting and then communicating with, um, some far off distant place and making turns through the matrix. That's not something I could do. I could not full on sprint and talk in the side and make turns. However, I can run in the side and communicate and then make adjustments. Meaning a nice jog, think of a 5K, like think about a 5K run at a jogging pace versus a full on sprint. So, um, If I'm if I'm jogging, I can commu- you can communicate to me and I can make adjustments. I could I could I could I could jog out a pay a path. By, by the way, you could do this. I could jog out a path that delivered to me in the side verbatim that it was delivered to me inside. By the way, that would be an excellent uh, exercise to reproduce in the environment that would verify the existence of psychic ability have somebody map out a path and the person run or walk that path that you're giving them in the side. By the way, that I, I, I could do that backwards and forward. Um, I could do that. But on a full-on sprint, it's too much exertion going on in my mind to focus on the side and the sprint at the same time. It's At least at my current level, I couldn't do it. An a pro a pro athlete may be able to do it. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is, can you deliver a play to a running back while the ball is being hiked instead of in the huddle? I think you may be able to tell the receiver what what route to run because he's not always full on sprinting. Sometimes he's in that a lazy mode, but I don't think you could do it to a running back who's in a full-on sprint. So I'm just using the NFL as a as a, as a, as, a, as an example. And by the way, the movie has him Canoe Reeves sprinting and talking, and that's where the this scene came from. All right, and the final tweet uh, from the Matrix, and 
proof of the proof that the side affects the physical world, I can be awakened from it. Okay, we kind of went into that one. But yeah, so there's all sorts of different ways to prove that the side is affecting the physical world. All right, it's a psychic project. I think that's, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up on four movies. There's some other, there's a whole lot of other movies out there, so we'll just wrap it up on 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 on, on these four movies. And it's a psychic project. Now go ahead and close it down.